Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my FBS College Football Breakdown Series. Continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be uh, doing one of the newest members to the FBS level, the Sam Houston Bearcats who last year went 5-4, and 3-2 and two in the WAC, in their lone year in the WAC Conference for football. The interesting thing that the Bearcats coaching staff did last year, and I applaud them for doing this, is they redshirted almost all of the key returners from uh, guys that, have, that were on their 2021 spring FCS National Championship team. So they return a ton of depth. And because of redshirting those guys, they created even more depth by allowing some of those younger players to play. And it, and it will see on the, you'll see it on this roster uh, as I break it down, especially on the defensive side, uh, looking at the linebacker unit in particular. I mean, my goodness, there's some really, really good pieces there. And, Kavion Gaither, who was their uh, WAC Defensive Player of the Year last year, might not even be a starter this year. So really, really smart job by that coaching staff as they as they did a really good job uh, managing that. That transition year that they had last year, obviously they couldn't uh, they couldn't do anything when it comes to winning. Uh, winning anything so it was an extremely smart decision to uh to go about it the way that they did and and i applaud them for the way that they for the way that that coaching staff handled it and like i said moving forward it will lead to uh, some really really good things down the road in, in my opinion uh, now shifting to shifting to uh, the breakdown now the Bearcats play at Bauer Stadium ET Bauer Stadium which seats 14,000 obviously the smallest venue at the FBS level now uh, they are working on an extensive renovation project uh, just of course need to get the funds for that and uh, working on that continuously as they make that move obviously to the FBS level, but this is a program who has a very, very passionate fan base that we've seen at their time at the FCS level where that fan base has done a great job uh, traveling and uh, and the like. So I, I really see this happening moving forward and uh, Bauer Stadium to continue to be one of the better home venues in Conference USA. Uh, now shifting to a coach on the rise, going I'm going to go with Joe Morris, who's a co-defensive coordinator and defensive ends coach. He was recently named a top 40 under 40 uh, by a recent publication. He uh, is a very, very good young mind in the coaching ranks. Played at Fort Lewis on the Division II level, was an all-conference player his junior and senior year. Like I said, had some great success there. He began his coaching career there at his alma mater right after he graduated, became the defensive line coach. 
and they made a postseason run and uh, continued there in 2008 and then moved on. Uh, 2010 became the head coach at New Mexico Highlands, a D2 school, uh, followed by two seasons at Colorado State as a GA and then worked with the linebackers and defensive linemen. He's uh, since worked uh, worked with, uh, at some different D2s and then, of course, has moved his way up to uh, Sam Houston now and is doing an amazing job and has built a really good rapport with coaches in Texas. And I think he's going to be a really, really good coach moving forward and somebody to look at down the road getting a big time, uh, getting a good coaching job. Could see him going to one of those premier D2s potentially with his experience at the D2 level, but also this is somebody who could, who's going to have an opportunity before we know it to be a head coach, FCS level, wherever it may be. <clears throat> Shifting now to the schedule, uh, Sam Houston opens up uh, Saturday, September 2nd. They play at BYU on national television, Fox Sports 1, so great opportunity for them. Following week, they play Air Force in Houston. Uh, Houston, not a far drive from uh, from Sam Houston, so an opportunity for them to play the Air Force Falcons, who are going to be a very good football team. Uh, then they play at Houston, so another game not too far from them. And then they begin begin their midweek games uh, Thursday, September 28th. They host Jacksonville State on ESPNU. Uh, Thursday, October 5th, they go to Liberty. Wednesday, October 11th, they go to two New Mexico State. Wednesday, October 18th, host FIU. Wednesday, October 25th, host UTEP on ESPN2. And then they go back to their Saturday schedule hosting uh, FCS member, but soon-to-be Conference USA member in 2024, Kennesaw State. So this that'll be a future conference game uh, starting in 2024. Then uh, they continue at Louisiana Tech, at Western Kentucky, and Middle Tennessee. So a tough schedule for the Bearcats opening up uh, with, with a challenging non-conference schedule. Those first three games at BYU, Air Force on a neutral site, and then at Houston, uh, tough way to start the schedule for the Bearcats, but I applaud them for going out there and playing uh, great competition. And then, of course, that first conference game for them is against a fellow uh, newcomer, the other fellow newcomer this year from the FCS level against Jacksonville State. So great opportunity there for the Bearcats against a uh, foe that they will come to know very well. Uh, shifting now to the position-by-position position breakdown now, starting offensively, uh, the QB competition, a, or I should say a QB competition, will commence when fall camp kicks off in Huntsville, Texas. Returning starter Keegan Shoemaker is joined by Washington State transfer Xavier Ward and well-traveled, recently North Texas transfer Grant Gunnell. Uh, whoever wins the job will have, the, will have quality skill players around them. Uh, Keegan Shoemake had a solid season last season, uh, did uh, as well as he could have. And uh, I, I firmly believe he, he will be the head man coming out of camp. Obviously, Grant Gunnell has been there and done that as a player, a former five-star um, who is, like I said, well-traveled. And then Xavier Ward is a good option as well. So three talented guys back there at the QB position will be really interesting to see how this shakes out. But I think 
Shoemaker will be the guy at the end of the day. Uh, the running back room returns uh, Zach Herbeck, and uh, former quarterback Jordan Yates has made the move to running back. Uh, will be a really good option there, but Herbeck is one, is probably one of the more undervalued players in the New Look Conference USA. And then they also, uh, the Bearcats also added John Gentry from Utah State. The Texas native will provide a spark to this quality group. Uh, three really good uh, running back options there. Uh, the receiving core returns quality rep weapons and wide receivers Noah Smith, Keyshawn Raven, Ife Adai, and uh, Alvante Wood all, all return along with tight end Jack Shepard. Uh, really look for uh, Ife Adai to have a really good year. Uh, he's a really good piece in this group. Then a couple of Juco wide receivers have been added, most light, most notably uh, Quavez Humphreys, who has great size at 6'3", 215, so a big target for them to throw to potentially in the red zone. Uh, the offensive line returns multiple players who have started games in the past, again, with what they did with redshirting players and the like, uh, gaining quality depth here. Um, the, the unit will be led by Ethan Hagler and uh, Diare Patton. And then the additions of uh, Mark Hendrick Bale from ju uh, Junior College. He was at Troy in the spring. And then Rhett Larson from uh, Louisiana Tech provide good options. The one thing you always look at at these FCS transfers or these FCS uh, shifts to FBS is you look at their lines and you say, can they – can they control the trenches? Because that's usually where you see the biggest uh, gap between the FCS and FBS level is in the offensive and defensive lines. So the play of the offensive line will be key this season for the Bearcats. Uh, shifting to the defense now, the defensive line returns valuable pieces. Uh, Javon Leon, uh, Markel Perry, Chris Murray, Richard Outland, and Chris Scott all have experience and then the additions of Akeem Meatball Smith, one of the best uh, nicknames in college football from Georgia State. And then Seth Mason from ULM and Jaden Phillips from New Mexico provide good depth. Uh, the defensive line, I really think, will be a solid group. And I think this defense as a whole is going to be really talented. You're going to see those red shirts that they did last season are really going to do well. And I think this defense transitions really well to Conference USA and the FBS level. Uh, the linebacking core returns a plethora of options and maybe the strength of the team. Uh, Trevor Williams and then Kayvon Gaither, who I mentioned earlier, WAC Defensive Player of the Year in 2022. Sincere Jackson and Jalen Phillips all have starting experience. And then the addition of Isaiah Nixon from Texas State provides yet another weapon. Some really quality players there. And then Markel Perry, who I mentioned in the defensive line, uh, is kind of plays a hybrid type of role, can be a edge rusher, stand-up guy as well. So he's another guy you can look at as a quote-unquote linebacker, but he, he plays multiple hybrid roles there. Really good group here, though. Uh, the secondary returns tons of depth as well. Again, redshirting really helped this group. Caleb Weaver and Isaiah Downs at the nickelback position. David Fisher, Amon Allen, and Jordan Morris at the cornerback position. And then Donovan Atkins and... Davion Armstead at the safety position. Uh, the Bearcats added multiple Juco players and safety Jabari Johnson from ULM to the unit. 
Uh, Jabari Johnson might be the best player on this unit from day one as he's bringing in 212 career tackles with him. Uh, shifting to special teams now, punter Jaden Cord Cardell returns, but the Bearcats must find a new kicker. It seems that Christian Pavin will be the next man up at the position. Final analysis now. This is my opinion uh, for Sam Houston heading into the season. The defense should be good, and the staff has done well adding FBS transfers. And, and like I said in the intro, they did a tremendous job utilizing that four-game transfer or four-game redshirt rule last season. Did a tremendous job with it. Uh, using that, like I said, using that transition year to redshirt so many key players will pay off in 2023 as the Bearcats have quality depth across the board. Like I said, I think this defense is very, very talented um, and, and can handle uh, a lot of the teams that they're going to play in Conference USA. Uh, that I think that the opening stretch, those first three games, are going to be difficult for them. And it'll be a bit of a transition period when it comes to that as BYU, Air Force, and Houston are talented football teams, two being in the Big 12, and, and Air Force being a, a legitimate contender in the Mountain West. But getting this offense to click and all the pieces that they have, uh, getting in the same direction, figuring out who the quarterback's going to be, utilizing those really nice running backs that they have, but the key will be for this team, can the offensive and defensive lines translate to the FBS level? Because as we know, that's where you see the biggest difference between FCS and FBS. I think if they're able to do that, they can have a real quality season with the depth they're going to have. So thanks for tuning into this. Hope you guys enjoyed the breakdown. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. I love doing it. Uh, please like, subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Get the podcast Twitter account to follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.